Welcome to Cow Daily. This one, a special Suella Braveman has been sacked. And of course, we'll be catching up with the Fash at the True Hate March at the weekend, which will inform us as to what actually has led to the decision to sack Suella Braveman, the queen of all bad rajas. Um, but in the time on a tradition, we'll have the Slaz moment. Bit of Rabbi, while everybody joins, enjoy your brew. Chilling. Unlike Bob Dylan, shouts to Bob Dylan, all is it piling? I don't know. A rather interesting rant against Sleaford Mods and others. Very good. You let us know if the sounds all right and the visuals are all right that kind of thing just having a bit of bother with internet this morning um so if you could do that that would be a pleasure tell you what i'll have another sip of this brew so good people in the time on a tradition if you could like um wherever you are if you can do it leave a heart react and a laugh react because apparently that's better um if you're on youtube you can only leave a thumbs up but if you could do that that'd be sound and comments and all that good stuff but also please do share the stream my erstwhile and knowledgeable friends um that'll be sound also if you want to support our work go to patreon.com forward slash cow daily that's patreon.com forward slash cow daily uh, also, if you want to make a one-off contribution to our work, link in description of this podcast for PayPal. And also, you can do that as part of Super Chat and YouTube, and you will get a highlighted question as your bonus, and I will answer it. So thank you very much. That's patreon.com forward slash cowdaily for a regular and predictable contribution to our work, which is really, really, really important. Thank you. Um, who's about in the house? that we see who's about shouts to leon cow icon there zoe jarrett she's been sacked um when i was preparing this show uh she hadn't been sacked she was sacked probably five minutes after i started so i was lucky very lucky indeed because can you imagine how stale would this have been straight away um greg rot is saying nice to see you here pal ding dong the witch is gone the latest witch I wouldn't like we thought that one pretty Patel went and then it got worse. So let's like hold her counsel. Um Alice Wolf, nice to see you pop up again. War Squid. Has she been sent to the Joseph Mengali retirement home in Argentina? <laughs> I Operation Paperclip 2.0. Aye, that's what's went doing. Right, what else we got? Do do Slaz is in. Nice to see you, Slaz. Oi, oi. Carlos is in. Nice to see you, pal. Always a pleasure. Jez Hunt, King of Wales. Morning. I see Braveman is off to concentrate on a true love, leading the ADL. Can you imagine that? Who like walk? Did you see the absolute like cringe of the Tommy Robinson and all of that? Like walk and leading people as if as if he was like the Donald Trump. And then he jumps in a taxi. Jumps in a taxi just before the riot. Please show up. Now, if you are listening or watching last week, you would know we've alluded to certain things. So you probably should go back and listen or watch that. Absolutely blatant, isn't it? Blatant. Who else is in? Who's a boot? Duncan Paler. Good morning, sir. All the best. 
David Teasdale, nice to see you about, pal. E, I'll read who, I'll read back. Leon Sane, David Cameron rocking out this morning. Real Tories have no faces left. I've got a clip. We've, we've pulled it out together. Ross Thompson, nice to see you, brother. Been sacked for banging Tommy the Titten Ginger Paul over the Spanish box. <laughs> Glass, right? I'll see if anybody, anybody else. I'll read everybody. Right, going to crack on. Quick sip of the brew, and we're right amongst it. So let's start with some video today, shall we? Shall we? Actually, no, let's set the scene. Right, so anyway, from The Guardian, Suella Braveman sacked as Home Secretary after article criticising police. PM fires Cabinet Minister after an authorised Times article claiming police favour left-wing protesters. I mean, anybody, right, I'm just going to cut in at this bit, anybody who actually thinks that is out of their mind and um, you just have to look at the spy cops. I mean, look at the spy cops episodes that we've done. You didn't need to go any further. I know that's absolute lies, ridiculous levels of lies, actually. And I mean, there's so many other examples of that. Not, that isn't just by cops in terms of policing. Follow uh, Netpol. They do really good work in this area. So um, check out Netpol. So anyway, Richie Sunak has sacked Suella Braverman as Home Secretary as she, after she was blamed for inflaming tensions over Armistice Day protests and saying police favoured left-wing protesters. Her dismissal is expected to form part of a wider reshuffle of Sunak's team. Her dismissal is expected to form blah, blah, blah. In an unauthorized article for Thursday's Times, Braveman claimed there was a perception that senior police officers play favorites when it comes to protesters and were tougher on right-wing extremists than pro-Palestine mirbs. She was blamed by police and Labour for helping inflame tensions, which saw far-right groups battle police near the Cenotaph on Saturday. It's the second time Braveman has been forced out the same job in little more than a year. Liz Truss ordered her to resign in October last year after weeks in the job for sending confidential information to an MP from a private email address. Eee, imagine that. Sacked again. Are they just running out of bodies at this point during this lame duck period? Tell you what, like it's not absolutely nailed on that Labour will get in because, you know, as we've seen, um, they've hardly covered themselves in glory during this particular period and have lost up about five, I think it was five million. No, there's five million Muslim people in the country and it was a rather high percentage of those votes that they've lost. And it was something like 85% of people who are Muslim voted um, Labour, or at least Muslims who voted, voted Labour in 2017. Uh, some, somewhere below 20% would vote for Labour now. So it's going to be very interesting. There's a lot of moving parts. There's also people like us who just like, you know, if we're on fire and um, water was marked labor, would, wouldn't go anywhere near it. So no, we're not. Reet, what we've got here? <laughs> this is brilliant. Hold on a minute. I'm just going to share this tab. Put it up on the screen. We've found the unicorn. What do I mean by that? Listen to this, man. This is class. Where's your fucking puppy? Where's your fucking puppy? Where's your fucking puppy? Listen to this. Where's your fucking puppy? One more time, we're gonna celebrate. We've found him. It exists. It's real. It's actually real. 
Where's your fucking poppy? Thank God we're here five minutes in because he was saying the odd C word there as well. Well, it wasn't he got bags. What an absolute dafty. And that's just the start. That's just a wee taste as to what we've got left. We'll have more soon. But in the meantime, we'll see what you are saying in the comments. Right, so who it is? James Summerson, Hollywood, Ari Pal. Hola, Mike. How many times does this... Um, I'm not going to use the word bitch, and I'll tell you why, right? It's, like, overly used. Like, obviously, sometimes, I know I know you're not doing this, but sometimes it has, like, really connotations which are just towards women, and I think it drags it into the weeds. We can call her a dafty because she's a dafty. We don't have to use, like, sort of gendered language, do you know what I mean? And I'm not trying to be, like, like super woke and out, like, but... These things have just been like framed in that way. And clearly I'm not. I'm wearing a fucking pure Stone Island cardigan, man. I can't be that woke. Anyway, well, I'm Mike. How many times does this person need sagging? And she's like skid marks and white kegs that won't go away. Since ITV love to hire far-right bigots, maybe they should create a show where they stick these bastards in a tent with no money and say how long they last. Um, here's the thing, though. Farage has been spotted in Brisbane. And he was, um, it was said he was offered a lot of money um, in the past few weeks to do it. Um, so this is going to be absolute, like, hell. There's just going to be hell on. That's not a great thing. I mean, you saw how Matt Hancock and his whole image was sanitized. And, we're, you know, how he's obviously going to be doing it for this, but also to put across um, this absolute horrendous level of propaganda. And the people who are running these shows want absolutely and utterly just what words can we use for that yeah not gonna use them because it's the internet david teasdale is it right pretty patel now dame how i don't know actually it's hard to keep up i th i know there was one offered i didn't really follow it enough because you know it'll happen eventually it won't bobby riley where's your fucking it's actually fucking poppy there's an a there fucking poppy get it right bobby come on son <laughs> Why am I so fucking floppy? These people, man, absolutely crazy. Check this out. This is from um, at Wackass to fail on Twitter. At King's Cross Station, just now leaving the Palestine demo, I intervened when these three fascists were racially abusing a young Asian woman wearing a Palestine flag. Mind my language, I was furious. We forgive you, Wackass, right? What's been happening? Let's have a look. Oh, look, it's the Perry Groves fan club. Let's have a look there and see what they've got to say. Terrorist fuckers, Yeah, you, you terrorist cunt. Right, I'm going to stop that there. Do you see the look on this mug's face? He's, he's in his 60s, man. He's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm a bully. Fuck off. Keep going. Who are you, you cunt? This one's the fucking worst. Like, can somebody confirm whether he's the so-called lion of bloody Millwall or whatever it is, that Roy Lerner? Look at the actual state of these people, man. Like going up to innocent people, like yeah, you fucking guy. like absolute wrongins, man. We were born in this country. We were fucking born. I was born here too. We were born here, right? So let's just see this whole thing. It's like a minute and a half long. We need this in a, as a historical record, basically because 
Braverman and others have basically like started this. Calling calling peace protesters terrorist cants. Fuck, and I cannot stress this enough, right off. Look at this mug on the screen, man. Perry Groves fan club, look at them drink it in. Absolute dafty. So will we. You care about this country? You care about this country, so you're causing a fucking riot for no reason. You are causing a riot. No, you are. No, mate, it's you. You basically, I want to know this, right? Of any of these mugs, do they know what the Proud Boys are? Because as soon as the establishment were done with them, they, they're the ones getting the arrests and they're getting like um, the next lot of Tories coming in going, yeah, we're definitely um, de definitely hot on crime. We're definitely doing that. They're going to get the nick. Or maybe it's not these, but some of them will get the nick. That's the way this game is is working. They don't realise that they're absolutely useful idiots, right? Just get rid of these fucking dafties, right? JC, no, not that one says we was back in bone, yeah. Little LMA in it though. But like this is the thing. We can laugh at this, right? But we're white. Well, I assume you're white. And the thing is, it doesn't like we can walk down the street, right? Like nobody knows like my Irish background now. Like that will get to walk free, you know what I mean? Whereas um people who aren't white don't. They've got to walk past these twat putting under their breath when they're on their own or being big and hard or trying to be when they're in these groups it's fucking ridiculous most of these that like you've seen them on there man they couldn't fight sleep they're over the hill and dafties don't be frightened but also at the same time don't mug yourself off by turning up in ones and twos to protest and things because you know look we've said a long time since we've brought this back if there's one thing I can advise you to do, right, learn to defend yourself. Now, that's not me saying, like, start kicking off or anything, but just learn to defend yourself in case you come across utter gobshites like this, beaked off their lips who think they can fucking intimidate you. Be intimidated by nobody. But at the same time, the best self-defense if a group comes after you and there's one or two is run. Run away. These people walk around beaked out of their, their sniff and tooled up. Simple as that. There was a couple of people that I know of who were arrested with a baton and a knife at the weekend. And it's Braverman and all of these people who've done this because they need distractions from what's actually happening, which is a genocide. And these utter mugs that we've seen on the screen here are for helping facilitate this shit because here we are talking about it. All right, what else we got? Oh, God. Not that guy. Right, there's another one here, right? This is how to deal with it, right? This is an example in the next 26 se seconds of how to deal with these absolute mug loads, right? Do, do, do. Where is it? Where are you? Yeah, here. Check it out. Let's make you famous, yeah? You fucking bunch of pussies. You fucking bunch. Picking on women, you fucking bunch of pussies. Picking on women. 
Picking on women, go on, pick on someone your own size. Pick on someone your own size, yeah? Pick on someone your own size, yeah? Picking on women, I saw you picking on women. Fucking pussies, yeah? Picking on women. This is exactly how to deal with these mugs. But one thing I will say is this, this picking on women thing doesn't always scan. My partner will chin all three of them at once if there's so much that's breathed on her head. I wouldn't have to do a thing. She's a kickboxing instructor. We train a lot. Now, this isn't going to be, this isn't like, oh, yeah, we can fight and chin anybody. But I guarantee you the two of us would go through those three easily if they come near her. You need that too. You need that confidence too in 2023. If you're in Newcastle, I can put you on some good gyms who, um, where it's a safe place for you to go. Gyms who've went to Newcastle Central Mosque, a gym, and uh, done a woman-only kickboxing session with uh, Muslim women. So you know the credentials are there. And we can build this up around the country because these fuckers, man. And this is not me saying go and start chinning people. Far from it. The opposite. What I am saying is, right, learn to fucking look after yourself because nobody else is going to do it. Simple as that. And don't be cowed by these absolute arseholes. Also, I live near a church and it's 10 o'clock. <laughs> Fucking sick. It's right next to two seconds. Bear with us. You might be able to hear it. For audio, people have got me fingers in my ears. It really hurts. Shut up, God. Right, God, shut up now. Sound. Cheers, God. Bye. Right, so who else is about before we move on to the next bit? James is saying, you fucking terrorist can't. <laughs> Grown man with a footy shirt over his hoodie. Tell us about it. He's probably got Arsenal socks on as well. Absolute dafty. Jez, the wee fellas, the bloke of Master Chef, isn't he? <laughs> anyway, let's flip flip the script. Um, it was Zoe and others um, in the live chat before we started. Put one of this. Uh, this is David Cameron turning up to um, Downing Street for reasons... I don't know. Please let us know if something's happened since we've been on air as to why he's turned up. Anyway, check it. I can't. Coming up, number 10. Uh, Downing Street, I should say. I'm not quite sure who this uh, might be. Uh, if somebody's sacked, then, of course, they don't uh, come up Downing Street. That's done in private. That's the security detail just opening the door for... David, David Cameron. Cameron. What? <laughs> I was not expecting okay. that. Okay, so there have been stories in the last few days that David Cameron, who had never really found his feet after leaving the job of Prime Minister, did jobs that were controversial, wrote a memoir, but on never and uh, put on weight, never fully found his feet post. Uh, presumably, what we've just seen would mean a place well, in the House of Lords. Right, I'm just going to, like, giving him a place in the House of Lords would be very on brand for people who go in the House of Lords. Like, imagine wrecking the country like he did with George Osborne. I'm not even just referring to Brexit here. I'm talking about austerity, which many intergovernmental international organisations have said, including the UN, um, recently was in breach of international law because of the levels of poverty that it created. And also economists quite rightly um, evidence in the fact that it was a choice. It wasn't a necessity. Um, there's other examples. So I just want to cut in just on this. 
talk about scraping the bottom of the barrel, but what do they even have a barrel left, the Tories? Labour are no better. Throw that again. And yeah, the Foreign uh, Secretary? Could be. He, David he Cameron, be Lord Cameron, Foreign Secretary. Can't be, can it? He wants a role. The one job, the one job that you could do as a former mm. uh, leader of a party, as a former Prime Minister, is Foreign Secretary, because it, you're not interfering in the domestic brief, but you are seen as a big figure overseas. He's, he's not wanting of money, so it doesn't really matter if he gives up outside. He got himself in a bit of trouble. He got himself in a little bit of trouble. Right, I'm just going to stop this while, like, uh, Keir Burley and that cream the Nick has about, like, oh, my God, the big reveal, Cameron. Here's another thing that's because I didn't watch this before went on air. I just uh, obviously um, was given the nod while I was preparing. So that was like interesting in terms of the foreign secretary. I didn't know that you could actually stand as that or be as that um, if you weren't um, an MP. Didn't know that at all, which begs the question, my friends, when or if Labour get in, do you honestly think Tony Blair's not going to get like a, some kind of role? Mandelson's stinking up the set, so let's see what occurs. Anyway, I know there was a noticeable lack of poppies attached to the fascist knockoff Stone Island and actual weekend defender coats. I just wanted that there for the historical record. Warmongers wearing poppies illustrates perfectly the beige evil hypocrisy of Britain in 2023. Um, did you see Starmer recently um, caping for genocide whilst wearing the biggest poppy you've ever seen? It's a performative cosplay, and I'm pleased it's over. Um, I also read recently that 75% of like the boomer generation are likely to wear a poppy, whereas it was something like 25% of millennials and Gen Z would be likely to wear a poppy. Um, that This might surprise some of you, but good. It's a performative cosplay exercise, which basically is used as a symbolic trigger for the far right, for the establishment to have them on strings, as we've seen at the weekend. We also saw as well, in case you're wondering what the sacking's about, it's obviously factions within the Conservative Party and they're still having this like existential like dramatisation played out whilst people starve and barely can survive in this country because to these narcs and sociopaths, they're more important, as is their jobs. And as we've seen recently, as is the Labour Party's, vote for none of this shower. Let's have a big, big, big clear out and uh, see where we go from there. Um, I'm not hearing the so-called sensibles going, oh, well, if you vote done with Labour, the talk, shut up, man. At this point, you just need to get in the fucking bin. Anyway, there's a photo on the screen. Tommy Robinson and Katie Hopkins, but this one's for your audio cats. Come across to youtube.com forward slash cowdaily and find out what T-shirts they're wearing. It may or may not feed into your assessment of the situation. But before then, Go to the P to the A to the T, RUN.com forward slash cow daily. That's patreon.com forward slash cow daily. Also, if you want to make a one off contribution to our work, link in the description for PayPal. Also, if you want to leave us a super chat on YouTube, you'll get a starred comment in the live chat as, as well, which would be nice, wouldn't it? Yes, that would be a belter. Anyway. Muslim Association of Britain said, Evening Standard, why do you have a picture of pro-Palestine protesters and a report of far-right thugs fighting at the Cenotaph? Our march hasn't even begun yet and we're nowhere near the area. Absolutely disgraceful. Obviously, this was on Saturday morning. Here's the Evening Standard. It says, 
Police brace as thousands of rallying capital for pro-Palestine march. There's a picture of pro-Palestine, of Palestine flags. But the caption at the top, fight breaks out between police and groups attempting to reach Cenotaph. At no point have they mentioned the far right here. This is the Evening Standard. Hey, maybe go check out who owns the Evening Standard, guys. Yeah. Right. Some more of these absolute dafties on the screen. This is one of the counter demo with a serious head wound spitting blood at the police with what looks like Martin Daubney holding him back. If you don't know who he is, he's a, a primarily a Twitter troll, but he's one of the leadership of the Reform Party as well. Um, and I believe he made his name as editor of Loaded Magazine and that kind of stuff in the 90s. Big, big, massive dafty. I've had it out with him on a couple of occasions, actually, strangely enough. Get into them. Tell them. Anyway, check their suit. Somebody come and get your father. Get your father. He's made a right arse of himself again. Get your father. It's all people's fathers, this, isn't it? Like, we really need to get a grip of the older generation. I mean, there was some younger ones that kicking about as well, doing some Green Street cosplaying that with their fucking ankles and that. But um, what a bunch of us are sad sacks. I mean, it's getting, like, a very tenuous situation that anybody can wear Stone Island ever again who isn't an absolute dafty. Maybe we're already there and I was just in denial. I don't know. What shall we move on to? Maybe a bit of CP company? I don't know. Who who knows? But we need some kind of non-dafty gear. Anyway, let us know before the end in the comments. Matt Kennard from um, Declassified UK, one of the best journalists in the country, in my opinion, claims on Twitter, I think Zionism is dying. Do you think Matt is right? Give us a shout. Let one now. Right, what else we got here? One more video. Police struggling to hold back the counter demo from the cenotaph about 15 minutes ago. Abusive passersby. This is the last video to show, just for the historical record. Um, this was obviously on Saturday. Right, I'll just put this up for you on the screen. War chaplains. This one. Check it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Lift out the record. Check them, man. Where's your XL bully? What we need with these XL bullies, right, is the police need to nab them all up, keep them all like in great conditions, but then train them to gun after their previous owners who are all on these marches. Where's your bully? It's got a CP company hat on there. It's over. So there you go. There's loads more, but that gives you the general flavour of these total and utter gibbons. I absolutely cannot stand them. And to be honest with you, right? It's not. And I was like, "Where's your fucking poppy?" The northeast riddled with these absolute dilemmas. Proper, proper dilemmas. It's like, 
look, lads, can you can you sort yourselves out? Because like we've, I've got like a wardrobe full of CP company in Stone Island from back in the day, and uh, I'd really like to keep wearing it. Like it's nice gear, it's good quality. <laughs> I wouldn't even dream of buying any new, but like that's back in the day, isn't it? I'm not selling it. So, um, what a mare! What you're gonna do? What we're gonna do? Anyway, let's see what Yeezus are saying. That's the most important thing in my opinion, right? David Teasdale, the dad sell Avon, they're all at it. Paul Perfect, nice to see you, pal. Zionism and major, major fun, like trillions of dollars behind them. They do, but like anything, if people aren't willing to um, apply that, or I mean, we've, what we've seen is this, right? And this is where um, I think Matt um, and what he's saying, I've not spoken to him, I don't know if he thinks this, but this is what like, I think he might mean. Around the world, we're seeing in Barcelona, in Belgium, and other places, trade unions refusing in docks and whatever to move any kind of armaments or anything connected to the war machine in Israel. So that's getting snarled up. We've also always already got a lot of problems in international sort of um, trade routes and things like that. Some of it down to global hegemony, like the Belt and Road thing with China, you know, that's a problem. We've also got um, just like Brexit, you know, all of the things, cost of living, everything like that. And also the massive snarl up from during the lockdowns with COVID. That's still a problem. So all of those in play are leading us to where we are at now. So those are the type of things which I think and have been proven to work in the past could see the end of Zionism or at least it having as much sway on the global stage. I'd like to think Matt is right because we need to be working towards peace and right now that ain't happening. This one one thing I wanted to show you is before we get off, right? And I know we've said this many times and I've said this, he's just waiting for his chance. This is Boris Johnson. He says this almost 80 years after the end of the Second World War, a shock to hear naked the anti-Semitic chants in the streets of London today. Right. This did happen, but out of like organizers say upwards of a million people, but certainly hundreds of thousands, less than 1% of 1% of 1% of the people were doing things like that. But this is what he chooses to tweet. Why? We'll show it in a minute. So anyway, Johnson goes on. There are people who plainly want to ignore the Hamas massacre of October the 7th. Again, incredibly small amount of people. Anybody I've spoken to like, admonishes it completely. Johnson goes on. They want to wipe Israel off the map, do they? That is what they were chanting for today. They weren't. They must not and will not succeed. He's referring to from the river to the sea. Palestine will be free. If you want to see that broken down, there's a show last week where we can do that there. Go have a look. They must not and will not succeed, goes on Johnson. I think the police for all of their efforts to keep people safe, but we must all do more because an ancient hatred is rising again in Europe. It must be stamped out. Right. Has anti-Semitism risen? Undoubtedly. And I've seen that from people on the left too, just this morning. Um, is it an incredibly small amount? Aye. What are we seeing on the, on the right? Huge levels of anti-Semitism historically. Right, what are we seeing here on the screen? This is from um, a few years ago from The Independent. Boris Johnson's book depicts Jews as controlling the media. The 2004 novel, 72 Virgins, written by the Tory leaders, full of questionable portrayals of ethnic minorities, an article by John Stone in The Independent. Are you getting that? 
So he's written a book which has blatant anti-Semitism in it. And yet, here we see Boris Johnson. Boris Johnson was in Israel yesterday. This was a week ago. So in solidarity with the government, what will he do to show solidarity with the children of Gaza? 4,008 women have been killed in the last month. That was a week ago. It's more, much more now. Mr. Ethical also tweets, Boris Johnson wouldn't have paid for himself to go to Israel. Who did pay? Who do you think paid for Boris Johnson? I mean, you know, be a good thing to talk about in the comments, the thing. Who do you think paid for him? Mad, isn't it? So this is, and this I must stress is Sirkan Ozturk at Sirkan the Writer's Opinion. Uh, just thought it was something that you might want to talk about in the comments. The Liberal Party's favorite dodgy PR firm, Crosby Textor, assistant designers genocide. People who've tuned in for a long time will know we've mentioned Linton Crosby and the dead cat. Go back to previous episodes if you want to deep dive into that. Uh, Alice Wolf and myself did, did that together. So anyway, Sirkan goes on. It's why Scott Morrison, who's the Aussie Premier, and Boris Johnson have both been sent to Israel today. This was obviously a week ago. Crosby texts are the same people behind the Bruce Lerman cover-up and Brexit, which we've spoken about, as I say, on the show before. On your screen, Scott Morrison, Boris Johnson looking wild in front of Israeli flags and an Israeli official. Crazy like a fox, eh? Crazy times. These people are running out of ideas. And I think what's happening is we're like more and more we are just seeing the death spiral of like unfettered global capitalism and whatnot. And it means they have to be more obvious with this stuff. And maybe that is part of what Matt's on about, about Zionism. Who's to say? But anyway, just to wrap this up, um, I said this the week, and I want to say this to you now, wishing everybody the absolute best to stand up for peace today. Absolutely love you for doing it, and I'm pretty sure I'm not alone in that. Have the best of days and stick close with your pals. P.S. Stay clear of anyone in a Peaky Blinder costume. You'll be grand. Prophetic, as we've seen, they all dressing up like the Peaky Blinders. Stay away from them. And just to finish it off with this, remember to the people who were once looking to attack peace marchers. Once the establishment are done using you, they will jail you, same as they did with the Proud Boys. You sure you want to turn up to be used by people who don't care whether you live or die? This isn't just the people who turn up to try and attack peace marchers. It's people that we all know, Crystal Tories and more, like sucked in during lockdown and they're just stuck in this now. And your bedfellows are these absolute dafties. That's who they are. Now, you want to try and crack on like you fucking with the working class and all that. Either working class people, but they don't by any stretch represent all of work. I just think a lot of the time it's not even that we're intimidated. We just can't be bothered listening to that shit. I mean, I'm sure we've all got rid of people in our lives who share these views. Some of them aren't running around in Stone Island. You get what I'm saying? They're not running around in CP Company either. They're running around in tie-dye hoodies with the same views. They're just keeping it a bit quieter. Trust me. Fucking rights are there. Ah, nah. And you know nah that I nah. Keep giving them a back rub, you dafties. So anyway, Jacqueline, nice to see you, pal. Anti-Semitism also includes the hatred of Palestinian people because they too are a Semite people. Great point. Certainly did. James Summerson, Hollywood. ITV probably paid Boris. Who's to say? Carlos, who paid for the light to travel to Israel? How about the CFI? As ever, they all shit in the same bucket. Um, I don't know. I mean, like, 
I haven't had a chance to do a deep dive into it anyway, but it's, so if anybody kind of has any evidence as to who has done this, please let us know. Also as well with Johnson, it's something important to remember. When he's in trouble, he flew to Ukraine as well. But he hasn't flown there now because, like, you know, they're out of vogue, aren't they? So it's straight off to Israel. Keep an eye on these people. You saw what Nadine Doris did. Um, if you were watching the show last week, um, she spilled the tea. Strangely enough, right, we got a copyright claim on Good Morning Britain. But it was just in Russia and Belarus. And it was on Nadine Doris talking about Suella Braveman not being part of the movement. The movement being... Uh, Bannon's the movement. Um, I'll say this: the work that we've done has been exonerated, certainly recently, but certainly over the last few months. And we will trust me. I don't care if you, people think that we're arrogant for shouting that up. Nobody else is going to do it. Simple as that. Everybody here, as part of this group, had a part of that. Had a part of like keeping this going. Had a part of that, bringing that into now. So we're in a point now where. We have to do something with all of this. One of the things we can do is obviously share the work, but I don't want to come across as some kind of like, it's it's just all about this work type of cat, you know what I mean? But at the same time, I'm not going to tell you to share other people's work because if you share the work, then we get advertising revenue and potentially more patrons. That means we can possibly do this for a long time. Because the reality is it's still on a knife edge. I mean, this loses money. Like I'm absolutely skinned by keeping this going. But it is what it is. I know over time it's important and it's something we need to do. So if you do want to help with that effort and bring that day forward, go to patreon.com forward slash cowdaily um, or link in the description of PayPal. Give her a hand. Because at the end of the day, show me, since we brought cowdaily into being, where evidentially we've been wrong on any of this on any of these global fascist networks or any of that. Tell you what, you can it. So please go to youtube.com forward slash cowdaily and subscribe. And let your pals, nah, the same. Um, one love, FTDCH. I'm going off to have a big bloody walk because it's really good for your mental health. And I suggest you all day the same. Peace in the Middle East and bring back Stone Island. <laughs> Oh, it didn't end.